Lovebirds, happy wedding Wednesday, and welcome to episode 108 of Your I Do Crew, a wedding planning podcast. Each week, co-hosts Atan and Lindsay bring over 30 years of industry experience to the table with insight and interviews from local and national wedding pros to give you the best tips, tricks, and hacks that will take the stress out of your wedding planning process and help elevate your special day. So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to Your, your I, I Do, do Crew. crew. Hey crew, so we are still working to get caught up from our trip to Las Vegas. Now, when you think about it, fall is the new peak wedding season. All of us have crazy Octobers and Novembers, especially here in the Midwest. We have a ton of outdoor weddings with great fall colors. And so you'd think there might be a better time to schedule a massive wedding conference. So as everything has shaken out, Lindsay and I have not been able to get together to record an episode or to have any of our guests get together with us. Now rest assured, we have a major recording day coming up in the next week. So we'll get back to our regularly scheduled program of experts bringing their knowledge and expertise to you. And you'll have Lindsay back to cut the monotony of my voice. But speaking of that very thing, I thought that it would be a great time for me to share with you some of my tips for picking out the perfect reading for your wedding. And I say speaking of which, because a lot of times couples will have someone other than the officiant give the readings. This is not to say that the officiant can't give the readings, but I'm getting ahead of myself. When we're talking about readings in a wedding, that is a portion of the ceremony where the couple chooses something meaningful for them to be read as part of the celebration. Now, as we've said many a time, we're in America, in the Midwest, where the prevailing faith is Christianity. And so when a lot of people think about this, they think about including Bible verses. And so when I talk to couples about readings, they're usually thinking about Christian scripture. That's kind of the default option, but it doesn't have to be. And especially in non-religious or non-Christian ceremonies, that really doesn't have a place. So what I tell couples is that if they would like to include some religious scripture, then by all means, if it is meaningful to them and their relationship, then it should absolutely be included in the ceremony. Or if they themselves are not religious, but they would like to have a nod to the family's religious heritage, or if they know that Grandma Ethel would have a heart attack if there wasn't a prayer at the top of the service, then we'll include something like that. But here's the trick. It doesn't have to be religious, but what it should be is something that is special to the couple. Sometimes I work with couples who feel like they have to put readings in, and the fact of the matter is you really don't. You don't have to have any type of litany or any type of reading if you don't want to. But if you're open to it, it can serve a number of purposes. First and foremost, if you want to add some time to your wedding ceremony, for example, if you're not doing any type of unity feature or if you're not writing your own vows, then a reading can, for lack of a better term, soak up time. It can also reinforce the theme of the wedding. So if the couple is having a a fun and funny wedding, then including a funny reading can benefit that as well. Or if they're having a very romantic, very heartfelt wedding, then including a very heartfelt reading would also support the theme. It can also be a way to include a friend or family member who the couple wants to be part of the wedding, but it just didn't make sense to make them part of the wedding party. For example, if your grandmother helped to raise you and you think of her like a second mom, it doesn't really make sense to put her in a bridesmaid's dress, but it might be great to have her read something that's very important to the both of you. And that ties into my earlier comment about 
hearing enough of the officiant. The reading is a great way to break up the monotony of a ceremony where the officiant tends to, well, let's be honest, there are some officiants who drone on and can really put your guests to sleep. A boring officiant can really be a big snooze fest. And giving your guests a break from that, however brief, is really a nice thing to do. Another reason to include a reading is that it can be anything you want and it's really a great way to include something that's important to your relationship. For example, as I said, it doesn't have to be a scripture from your faith. It can be a passage from your favorite book or if you two have a story that you really love or a poem, or a song lyric, or a movie quote, or anything else. Heck, it could be tweets by Kanye West if you really felt so inclined, or if that was something that you bonded over. A great thing to include in the reading is something that is special to the two of you and your relationship. For example, if on one of your first dates, you went to see a rom-com and there was a great monologue about love or falling in love, then find that transcription of that monologue and have someone read that for the wedding. That can be so very powerful. I recently had a wedding with a very unique couple and I'll go into all the different parts of how awesome their wedding was on a future date because it was great. But one of the things that they did was they included a monologue from their favorite anime series. And for those of you who aren't familiar with it, anime is Japanese animation. This was from an anime that had a very tragic love story involved with it. It involved one of the protagonists having cancer, and it was a romance. It was, it was very intense, but there was this amazingly beautiful monologue about love in there. And they wanted that read in their ceremony. And it was wonderful. And I will tell you, at the end of it, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. Which is funny because the name of the anime is called I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, which doesn't immediately scream love story to me. But again, animation can be fun. Or, for example, if the two of you have a song that is very important to you. Many couples have their song, and so you could have the lyrics to your song read. Or perhaps just a verse of the song, or what have you, any part thereof. You could have that read by someone during the ceremony as part of the reading, and again, It's going to be something very meaningful for the two of you. It's going to give someone else a chance to speak and to be part of your wedding and be part of your special day. Also, if the couple has children or if they have nieces, nephews, godchildren, or any other kids that are important and close to them, this can be a great way to involve them in the ceremony as well. There's kind of a, a blank zone between when children are of an age to be a ring bearer or a flower girl up to where it makes sense to have them be a groomsman or a bridesmaid or a bridesman or a groomsmaid because we're seeing a lot of mixed parties now but there's kind of a a lot of blank space before they really make sense to even make them like a junior bridesmaid or a junior groomsman so an eight or nine year old child can very easily read something that is going to be very impactful and let's face it kids doing things in ceremonies is adorable i officiated a wedding for a couple last year who this was each their second marriage Uh, both had been previously divorced and so both actually had teenage daughters and so part of the ceremony was each of the daughters read something and one read an excerpt from victor hugo's les miserables and the other read an excerpt from the velveteen rabbit both were so very indicative of their parents personality and Both of them were so heartfelt. It was really, really amazing. It was so meaningful for this couple. But as I also said, it doesn't have to be super serious and sappy. If you're having a fun wedding that's not taking itself too seriously, I've had people read things from movies, movie quotes, 
There was once a couple that had me read the entire spiel from the movie Princess Bride. And if you've ever seen The Princess Bride, you know it's a pretty crazy movie anyways. But they wanted me to do the voice of the priest and do the whole marriage line. And I did. And it was a blast. And all of the guests were laughing. And it fit perfectly with this couple's theme for their wedding. So what I would encourage you to do is think about what you want your wedding to be like. Think about the kind of tone that you want to set, the kind of emotions that you want your wedding ceremony to evoke. I mean, obviously love, but what else? And then think about what kind of readings you could include to set that tone. And as I said, the term reading can be used loosely because it can be song lyrics, it can be movie quotes, and so on, and so on, and so on. Basically, I don't want you to put yourself in a box. When you're thinking about including something in the wedding, the sky is the limit. If it's meaningful to you, then it will fit. Don't worry about what people will think about it. What's important is that it feeds your soul and it feeds your relationship. And once you've thought about what you want to include, then think about who you'd like to say it. It can be anyone from a member of the wedding party up to a relative to a different friend. It could be the officiant. Heck, I've even had a couple actually say the readings to each other during the ceremony. They used two romantic book excerpts as their vows. So don't be afraid to think outside the box and pick something that's really going to make your day special and memorable. And that's this week's episode. Thank you again for listening. We are so glad that you choose to spend your time with us. Remember, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 a month by going to patreon.com slash crew or leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast network. And make sure that you subscribe to make sure that you don't miss a single episode filled with great stories and wedding tips. So stay tuned for all that and more on next week's episode of Your I Do Crew. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Knot, Wedding Wire, Facebook, and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at youridocrew.com. Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. I want to get, I want to get, I want to get married. Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.